0: Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, a weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, We'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week, our guest is sophomore forward Jordan Lampker from the women's basketball team. We talk about our family connection to the women's basketball program, the growth of the program in year two of the transition, a good Buffalo chicken dip, and much more. You can subscribe to Tommy Talks wherever you get your podcasts, and if you love it, please give us a five-star rating. Now, here's our conversation with Jordan Lampker on another edition of Tommy Talks. Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you on. Uh, Let's start with why you chose St. Thomas. Your second year here. uh, What drew you to the purple and gray?
1: There was so many positive aspects of this school that it's just so hard to pick one. And um, I really like to say I've kind of been a Tommy fan my whole life. I mean, I have pictures of me sitting on the court when I was about six months old. Oh, wow. Yep. And... So I've been around the, the purple for a long time and growing up, coming to games. But I really took my time in my recruiting process and explored all my options. And at the end of the day, there was no program that could match the family-based culture that I was looking for. And St. Thomas checked all those boxes academically, athletically, everything.
0: And how important was it to you that they were also Division One when you came in? Because you, you spent your whole life cheering for them. But maybe if they were a D3 program, you might want to go somewhere else and explore D1.
1: Yep. When they found out they were going D1, that definitely piqued my interest more as well. But actually, at the end of the day, I did not care if they were going to be D3, D2, D1. I wanted to come here. I wanted to play for Coach Sin. And I wanted to make this place my home for the next four years.
0: So people are probably asking, why were you coming to games when you were six months old? Because your mom played here, right? (laughs)
1: Yes, that's right. A lot
0: of success. Uh, What are some of the stories that she has from St. Thomas?
1: Oh, my mom's biggest stories are just about her teammates. She has a group chat with all her teammates that she played with throughout the years and still keeps in contact with them regularly. So we would always come to games with her other teammates and bring their kids and just watch the games together. And um, it it was just such a fun experience to have.
0: Is she still – how is she affiliated with basketball now? Does she still stay around the game?
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean – Besides coming to my games, she goes to my sister games all the time. And then um, her teammate, Lori Kelly, actually, is the head women's basketball coach at Gustavus. Okay. Um, D3 program, and yeah. So she goes to all those games as well and um, just is constantly watching games, recording games, everything. She's the biggest basketball fan I know.
0: And a national champion as well.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. That helps.
0: Did she get a ring?
1: She did. She Have you did. Have I don't think I've seen the ring, actually. i got to ask her about that one. It's, yeah. it's got to be somewhere, storage or something.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm surprised it's not prominently displayed. I know, yeah. And, and it's a small world because now your dad's coaching at Augsburg, and one of your mom's coach, Ted Reverso, mm-hmm. is the head coach at Augsburg women's basketball now.
1: Yeah, just a crazy connection, and it's just so cool how that worked out.
0: Yeah, so what – drew you to basketball? Was it your mom playing? Did she kind of say, here, we're going to play basketball? Or were you guys always just playing sports growing up?
1: Well, my dad also played basketball at Augsburg. My mom played at St. Thomas. And so... Having two parents that are big basketball fans, they definitely drew me towards the game. I mean, my first word as a baby was ball. So <laughs> I, I grew up with a basketball in my hands. Oh. And um, as I got older, I learned to love it for myself as well. And I just, I, I couldn't be around it. I was a gym rat. Um, my parents, we put a basketball hoop in the driveway and then we put a sport court in. And it just uh, they were just setting me up for success with all the resources. And I just, I loved it. I, I was out there all the time. And um, I continue to be in the gym whenever I can. I just I just love playing. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. Any other sports growing up, or was it basketball all the way?
1: No, actually. So I played all throughout high school. I played um, basketball, volleyball, and golf. Um okay. Were big sports for me. And actually, my senior year for golf, we took second in state, which was really cool. Yeah. A fun team to be a part of. And then also because of COVID, my senior year, I joined the soccer team and was the goalie for the soccer team and we won the section that year so i sports are a huge part of my life and i'm a big believer in playing as many sports as you can for as long as you can because one sport balances out the other and it just kind of makes you a better rounded athlete
0: yeah so were there any thoughts of going to college for any of those other sports volleyball or golf
1: you know, I never really considered college for the other sports, possibly golf at one time, if I were to be able to play both. Basketball was always going to be my main priority.
0: Yeah. how's uh, What's your best golf score?
1: My best golf <laughs> score ever was a 78 in this section finals. Awful. I was so excited. Yeah. I was so excited. I never shot even below. Eight. I hardly got in the 80s ever, and I got a 78, and I was just ecstatic. Wait,
0: wait a minute. Okay, so... You're telling me the first time you broke 80 was in the sectionals.
1: No, no, I, okay. I, I had broke I had broke 80 before. I was going to say
0: that's a heck of a time to do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: no, th- but it was it was cool.
0: That is, uh, what was the feeling like the first time you broke 80? I'm fascinated by, by this because I like to golf too, but I've never broken 80. So, do you remember the first time you broke 80?
1: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was just playing with my dad. It was like a just a practice kind of round, and yeah. I I was it was unbelievable I was so happy so
0: is your dad a good golfer
1: he is a good golfer yeah. he beats me pretty consi- I've beaten him a couple times in my life but he beats me pretty consistently
0: you remember the first time you beat him
1: I do. I was at my cabin. We were golfing at some, like, cool, rustic yeah. course at my cabin. And I went back home to the cabin and told all my family. <laughs> I was like, I beat him. I beat him.
0: <laughs> did you have a big putt to win it, or did did you have a couple of strokes? I
1: had a lead the whole time. Yeah. He was playing catch-up the whole time, and Beautiful. I just put the game away. So. Yeah,
0: put him in the rearview mirror yep. early. How about your mom? Is she a golfer?
1: She does. She she golfs in a little ladies' league on the yeah. side, and she loves to play and always always plays when we go. So. Yeah
0: volleyball uh what position did you play i was a middle blocker okay a- and what do you love about volleyball and what translates from volleyball to basketball there for
1: you? are so many things that translate from volleyball to basketball i mean just the ability to think on the fly and um, quick pick which direction to go into and the jumping aspect is huge like yeah. being able to go up and jump for that block has really helped me on the basketball court and just being able to time it when the girl shoots a layup and going up for the block as well
0: so when the uh, tommy golf team spent the weekend in orlando recently are you thinking maybe you should have tried to play golf?
1: One of my <laughs> best friends actually is on the golf team from Maple Grove, Lauren Contreras, yeah. and I was texting her. I'm like, I'm so jealous of you. That's so cool. So
0: Yeah, especially this time of year. It's uh, really nice to get that break. Uh, and I guess in the Summit League, you get it a little bit, right, with travel. Tulsa could be warm this mm-hmm. time of year. Denver can be warm this mm-hmm. time of year. So it's nice to get that break a little bit. Uh, what is your favorite uh, Tommy team? to cheer for outside of women's basketball
1: we really enjoyed going to all the women's volleyball games I mean they do such a great job of just like being positive being encouraged all the time and sometimes basketball is such a sport where you get so down on yourselves and it gets so intense and volleyball I feel like really does a good job of keeping the morale up and that was cool to watch them do that
0: yeah how important is it and how much does it help seeing other teams going through what you're going through, right? Because it's a tough transition going from Division Three to Division One. You're almost starting over. And so there's going to be some struggles. Mm-hmm. When you see everybody else going through the same thing, how important much does that help you get through that struggle
1: it helps tremendously i mean i we love sharing other stories of kind of our hardships throughout the seasons with other athletes and just to hear that they're kind of going through those same things helps us so much and their successes help us so much it's so cool to see when our football team wins our men's basketball team wins and our baseball team wins that's awesome for us so
0: yeah uh how much do you hear about what it was like in the division three days from like the other jordan jordan glenn and some of the other players that have Played at both levels.
1: Yeah, um, it, she tells us a little bit. I mean, she was mainly part of the Division One, but she was there Division Three for a little bit, and it, it's a total difference. I mean, there's just a lot more travel. There's a lot more expectations. There's just a lot more demands, and so um, to balance that's pretty cool.
0: How has the team grown this year? Because it looks like you are you guys are starting to get to the point where you're turning that corner, and you're the success for a quarter is turned into two quarters, is turned into three quarters, is now turning into a game.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were fortunate enough to spend the whole summer together as a team, and then we spend the whole fall together, whole winter together. I mean, basketball really never ends. So we've constantly been team building since that point. But really, in this stretch of games, we've grown so much closer together as a team and just being able to have everyone communicate. I mean, we we have a team that everyone feels inclined. They can speak up and speak their mind, and we've done a really nice job of that.
0: Let's go uh, off the court for a little bit. Uh, business major, What in what is your major?
1: Yep, I'm business marketing right now. Okay. Um, looking to go into sales maybe eventually, but still trying to, try to figure out the business aspect of things. Yeah. And I really like it so far.
0: What drew you to that? Because sales is hard, especially if you're not an extrovert, but you seem like you're a little bit of an extrovert. Yes,
1: I'm very <laughs> much an extrovert. Um, my dad always said if he wasn't a coach, he'd probably be a salesman or something. He is constantly selling, promoting, whatnot, but... um. Uh- My mom was a business accounting major here and went through the business program, and she just constantly talked about all the connections she made throughout the business program and different clubs and different professors, and I was like, I really like that. I like making personal connections with people, and Business Route would be the perfect place for that.
0: Yeah, so do you have a dream job?
1: Well, I used to always say I wanted to be an ESPN, sideline reporter, that kind of thing. I don't know if that's the goal right now, but um, I I like learning about different career options in the business marketing field.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, that's a little different from business marketing. It is, it Um, is. Your younger sister, is she playing basketball at Maple Grove? She is, yep. She's
1: a senior at Maple Grove right now.
0: Uh, What's her future? Is she going to join you on the basketball court here?
1: She is not going to join me on the basketball court here, but she is going to be a Tommy next year, and so I'm just so happy to have her around. She's one of my best friends, and um, I can't wait to see her in the weight room and see her in classes and stuff. So.
0: Was it a competitive family growing up? Did you guys have some big board game nights or whatever what event you were participating in?
1: I think competition is probably the best word to describe our family. There was never a time where we weren't competing. There was never a little thing that wasn't a competition. And so that yeah. kind of really brought competition into my life, that's for sure.
0: What's your favorite board game? Did you guys play a lot of those?
1: We, we did a lot of card games, card actually. Card games, okay. Yep. So, like anything like double solitaire or just various kind of dice games as well we played yeah. those at the cabin family all the time so yeah
0: any tough beats that you can remember
1: tough beats i i don't there's a couple i think i shed a few tears when i was little that's for <laughs> sure i crumpled yeah. up the cards and ran off so. yeah
0: okay you're a better loser now <laughs> though, right? better
1: much better now that made me better
0: now <laughs> that's good because that would be a little, <laughs> <otherwise>. <laughs> a little embarrassing now yeah. yeah don't throw the headsets if this <laughs> doesn't go well uh who's your favorite tommy athlete aside from yourself
1: favorite tommy athlete that is a loaded loaded question um Right now, I mean, we were talking before this about how Maggie Negard just gave one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. And yeah, she was I, good. She's got to be my favorite athlete. She has had so many ups and downs throughout her career, and just the, her being able to make the courageous decision to transfer from Drake to St. Thomas. And she had a great experience at Drake, like she said, but she wanted more for herself, and she did that. And now... I mean, she's having the season of her life. She's playing so well. And the vocal leader that she is is so important to me. And um, she's just such a role model in my life. I really want to be like her when I grow up. And I think she uh, establishes what it means to be a Tommy in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, that leadership is – she even said she wanted a chance to become a leader and be that leader Mm -hmm. at St. Thomas. That takes a lot to be that. Uh, And that feels like it's something intrinsic. Mm -hmm. in somebody. Yep. But when you look at that, uh, what do you want to take from what you have seen from Maggie Negard and integrate into how you want to lead?
1: Maggie does a really good job of getting every single person involved and she makes everybody on the team feel seen, whether you're having a bad day, good day. She always does something to kind of point you out, call you out, make you feel like you're welcomed everywhere you go. And that's something that's an intrinsic intrinsic choice for sure. And so I want to do that. I want to be the type of leader that everybody feels like they're special, they're welcomed, and that their uh, opinions are valued.
0: Yeah, love that. Uh, So business major, do you have a favorite professor so far in your year and a half plus being on campus? Well,
1: right now my management professor is awesome. Um, She is so cool and just so excited about what business management is and she's constantly talking about soft skills professionalism business acumen and uh that's just cool i've never had that it's always been professors that are like oh you need to make the grades you need to do the homework and she's kind of like no that's not what business is that's not what the real world is and that's been cool and there's been a ton of connections between her and coach sin i feel like they'd really see eye to eye on a lot of things yeah
0: that's the fun part too especially as a sophomore you're starting to transition from the Uh, classes that you have to take to the classes you get to take, right? right? The ones that are in your major that are just a thousand times more interesting. Yes,
1: way more. Yeah,
0: that's such a fun time. I remember those times. (laughs) Uh, What is your favorite place on campus?
1: Oh, right now it's for sure teas. Absolutely. <laughs> we love to go to teas before games and just pregame meals. And we went to teas all summer as well. I mean, yeah. they just have the best food ever. And just we sit there for like two hours outside and just sit there and talk.
0: Yeah. Go to meal at teas is?
1: I get the build your own salad. They have yeah. a great salad bar and just chicken, salad, quinoa, everything. I love it.
0: Are you of somebody who likes to cook?
1: I do. I really like to cook. I'm also really big into nutrition, and so
0: yeah. um,
1: I like going grocery shopping. I like kind of finding those options that really fit my diet and help me be the best athlete I can be because you kind of got to eat for your eat for your health right now, especially with um, yeah. Division One athletics.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. The and you guys burn a lot of calories. Right, right. It's amazing. So Joe Rudd, we just had him on, and he's also big into nutrition oh, awesome. and and cooking. Uh, do you have a go to meal like? Listen, I need to really – this is my healthiest meal, and it's my best tasting meal.
1: So I make a buffalo chicken dip that is really, really good and only four ingredients.
0: But I said it has to be healthy.
1: It is healthy completely. It's Greek yogurt, chicken, buffalo sauce, and ranch seasoning. Very healthy.
0: Yeah, and it sounds delicious. It's very
1: good, I promise.
0: Although buffalo sauce on anything is pretty delicious. It's
1: very good, very good.
0: So then, is it just a spoon, or what do you? How do you eat it?
1: I do peppers or cucumbers, any type of veggies. Sometimes pita chips, maybe, or yeah. on like a tortilla. But it's so versatile and so easy to eat right after practice.
0: Okay, so off the top of your head, because now I want some of this, <laughs> can you give us the recipe off the top of your head? Yes,
1: I just did. I, I know, but
0: I need measurements. Okay.
1: Uh, One exact full container of Greek yogurt, preferably like a Faye, anything that's like not flavored, it's got to be non-flavored.
0: But you're holding your hands apart, and this is not a visual podcast, so people can't see (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) One entire big container, not the little containers, but like a full container of Greek yogurt. Okay. And then a... Full container of rotisserie shredded chicken. Okay. So from Target, they sell the rotisserie shredded yep, chicken packs. Yep, just shred
0: it. S- okay. The whole
1: thing, put that, all, both of those, combine those together. Okay. And then I do a half a cup of, like, red hot buffalo sauce. Okay. Anything works. Um, and then one whole ranch seasoning packet. Okay. And I mix it and I put it in a big Tupperware and it's good for, like, two weeks. I have it for two weeks straight.
0: Okay. And the, the chicken has to be chilled. Yes. Yep. Yes. Cold chicken. Cold chicken. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Favorite movie?
1: Favorite movie? Oh, catch me if you can. Okay. Great movie. It's um with
0: Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes.
1: So good. I've seen it probably thirty times.
0: Yeah. Would you ever live that kind of life that Leonardo DiCaprio lives?
1: I could never handle the constant lies. I'm the worst liar ever. You can see it on my face as soon as I'm lying, and I could never pull it off. I would get caught instantly. So
0: you would rather be the Tom Hanks? Totally, totally.
1: I'd rather be chasing him the whole time. Yeah,
0: figuring it out. Yep. Uh, Favorite, uh, are you uh, somebody who likes to watch and stream everything on netflix or what's your favorite thing that you're streaming now
1: um me and my roommates we have kind of been watching netflix shows a little bit we actually just watched the show white lotus on netflix Heard which a is kind of a new it. one yeah i mixed emotions on it i don't know if i liked it too well i think the second season was better than the first but okay. the four of us watched it together and we're kind of like discussing <laughs> it the whole time basically so trying to figure it yeah, out yeah we were like oh what is what are they talking about here yeah
0: so, I've heard a lot of intrigue about that one, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, Favorite album or band or go to music?
1: Go to music. I love country music. Absolutely love country music. So anything Morgan Wallen or actually this summer I had the opportunity to go see Jordan Davis in concert with Jordan Glenn and a couple of our teammates. Yeah. And, um, that was awesome. That and is
0: a lot of Jordans in one place.
1: It is a lot of Jordans <laughs> in one place. He's got the different spelling. He's got the boy way we said. But okay. It was really, really cool. Love country music, country concerts.
0: Yeah. Um, favorite book do you like to read?
1: I do. I really like to read. Um... One book I've read recently is the Jordan Rules, so the Michael Jordan book. Yeah. Um, another Jordan, yeah. Right. To add.
0: Jordan, you can do things outside <laughs> of the name Jordan. I you think know. that's just
1: my favorite topic, but okay. um, no, the Jordan Rules was a really good book. Just kind of looking at that that Bulls team, and obviously we've seen I've seen the um, Michael Jordan documentary on yeah. Netflix. That's that was awesome, and so reading the book was cool too. It kind of gave a little bit deeper perspective into it but just some of his work ethic tips and what what he had to do to be that type of player is just yeah wild so
0: it's really i would imagine for a basketball player too it's eye-opening right because you just see the results and you think well and he was an amazingly gifted athlete but his ability to grind his ability to have a chip on his shoulder Mm -hmm. and have that drive him i mean that was also, elite—not just the athleticism, but the drive. Yeah,
1: just his ab- and his ability to handle adversity. I mean, mm-hmm. so many things got thrown at him, and he got in tough situations, but he was able to battle out of it, and I—I I just find that very admirable.
0: Nonfiction or fiction reader mostly?
1: I'm mostly fiction. So this one was a little out of my comfort zone. I'm—I'm w- yeah. I'm way more fiction books, and um, I always liked the basketball fiction, Mike Lupica books yeah. growing up. But um, yeah, this one was nonfiction. I liked it a lot.
0: Uh, so you like to get outdoors, head to the cabin. What yes. are you, What are some of the, the fun things that you like to do with the family?
1: Oh, we love to go boating and just like being on the lake any time of day. It's yeah. it's just automatically going to be a better day and um i've grown up on the boat most of my life so that's been really nice and we love to fish love to bass fish yeah. um more summer fishing than winter fishing ice fishing is a little cold for us and, <laughs> but um we do snowmobile in the winter which is really fun yeah. and yeah just being on the lake because it's just there's no better place
0: it, it is really nice and there's a lot of lakes around here lots yeah. lots
1: of options
0: uh do you remember catching your first fish
1: not my first fish, but I've caught a couple of pigs in my life. Couple, yeah. couple really big ones that are hard to hold with my thumbs. So yeah. been fun.
0: Give me a good fishing story.
1: Good fishing story. Oh, one time my dad took me out, and he was so sick of me casting off my minnow every single time I would cast it off. So he's like, "All right, here's a leech. If if you miss this, if this leech falls off, you don't get another
0: one. You're done." <laughs> That's it. The pressure's and on.
1: I caught twenty two fish on that one leech
0: no way they were
1: little i mean they were little sunnies most of them they were yeah. they weren't very big but that leech stayed on for 22 fish and i was like i told you so i told you so <laughs> i wasn't gonna lose it so
0: that's really impressive what did you do with all of those sunnies
1: oh catch and release most okay. of them are pretty small we do like to keep sometimes and yeah. my dad makes a great fish fry and um so does my grandma so but most of the time it's catch and release
0: uh, what about the buffalo dip? Would that be good with freshly caught fish? I don't
1: know. That's a new combo. I might have to try that. I think that's
0: something you should try I this I think summer. it should. Yeah. I'll and put it on the, my list. Yeah, and then let me know how it turns out. <laughs> uh, as you go along into your career, you have two and a half years, maybe more, depending on how it works out. Uh, what would you like your legacy with St. Thomas to be?
1: I want my legacy to be known as... Uh, I want to use Coach's words as Tommy Pride. She always says Tommy Pride, exemplify Tommy Pride, and being Tommy Pride is so much more than just being a good player because it's one thing to be a good player and set record books and have records, but um, I want Coach to talk about me to her former players and say this was a player who did absolutely everything she could to make it the best experience for herself and for her teammates. I want her to talk about my leadership and my ability to – really connect with my teammates. I think that's so much more important than just being able to play the game of basketball. And as we are building this D one program, kind of starting from the ground up because I was a freshman in our, the first year was D one. So I can say I was a part of that first freshman class and, um, I want that to be the foundation for future years to come and just to keep building on it and get this program to be one of the top programs in Minnesota and the country.
0: Yeah, what a unique a chance, right? A chance to be a foundation for something. Right, right. You don't get that a lot. Mm-mm. Jordan, great to meet you. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck the rest of the way. Yes,
1: thank you so much, Corbu.